Hey fam, hello, 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 hello. <laughs> I am here with a word from the Lord family. And I just want you to just listen, okay? Listen and then take this back to the Father, okay? But what the Lord told me to come do, he said, go, go do an altar call. Go do an altar call, okay? <clears throat> because it's things that the Lord is doing in my life. It's things that the Lord is getting ready to do in my life. And he has been showing me his grace is sufficient, okay? It's his grace. So I want to read you Second Corinthians chapter 12. And we're going to do this altar call, family. This boasting will do no good, but I must go on. I will reluctantly tell about visions and revelations from the Lord. I was caught up to the third heaven 14 years ago. Whether I was in my body or out my body, I don't know. Only God knows. Yes, only God knows whether I was in my body or outside my body. But I do know that I was caught up to paradise and heard things so astounding that they cannot be expressed in words. Things no human is allowed to tell. That experience is worth boasting about, but I'm not going to do it. I will boast only about my weaknesses. If I wanted to boast, I would be no fool in doing so because I would be telling the truth, but I won't do it because I don't want anyone to give me credit beyond what they can see in my life or hear in my message. Even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Mm. So I want to stop right there for a second. God moves in such a beautiful way. God will reveal to you secrets that nobody has even heard of. Things that have been stored up in the heavens for years things that have been stored up for eternity god will reveal it to you right but it comes with a thorn <laughs> it comes with a thorn okay but the thorn is there from keeping you from keeping you from becoming proud from keeping you from becoming um what is the word I'm looking for? To keep you from becoming um, arrogant. It's to keep you humble. Because then you have to lean on God, right? So I want to keep reading. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Three times. Three different times he begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasures in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. When I am weak, for when I am weak, then I am strong. But I want to take you to where it's in the red so you know that's straight from the lord's mouth and it says my grace is all you need my power works best 
and weakness. Some of the um, translations say, for my power is made perfect in your weakness, right? And family, that always blesses me, okay? But today, it hit different because the Lord said, tell my people to lay their thorns on the altar, he said, go tell my people to lay all their weaknesses down at the altar. He said, go call an altar call and tell my people to lay their troubles down. It's time for a grand reversal, says the Lord. It's time for you to say that my great, see that my grace is sufficient. It's time for you to see that my power is made perfect in your weaknesses. That's what the Lord told me to come do today, family. So that's what I'm coming to do. I'm coming here to tell you. Lay your weaknesses at the altar. Close your eyes. And release all the failure. Release all the heartbreak. Release all the betrayal. Release all the unforgiveness. Release all the hurt. Release all the pain. And God, he's letting off his grace in this season. Right now, Is this is a now word. The Lord says, I will give you my grace. But I have to carry your weaknesses. You can't carry your weaknesses and my grace. You have to carry my grace and you have to give me the weaknesses, says the Lord. You have to give me all the times that you tried to do things. All the times that you tried to start that business. All the times that you tried to uh, go take classes. The times that you um, wanted to build your ministry. The times that you wanted to um, be, be closer with your family. All the grudges. It's time for you to hand them to me, says the and I will give you my grace. He said, for my power is made perfect in your weaknesses. Receive God's power today, family. Receive the power of the true and living God. Because he is doing it. I can witness to you right now in my life, family. So much things in my life the Lord is carrying for me because I can't hold it. I can't bear it. I can't take it. And I had to give it to God because there was no way, family. It was no way I can do the things that God has called me to do if I first don't let him have my weaknesses. I need the power of God. You need the power of God. Paul said, that's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in, in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer. He says, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Family, I've been telling y'all for the last couple days, maybe this whole week, it's probably been a whole week, family. I have went through so much opposition, so much warfare. I felt so weak. It was times that I felt so weak that all I could do was truly depend on the word of the Lord. I had no choice but to trust him in all that he said because that's all I had left. 
All I had left was the word of God. Can I, can I be truthful with you? It was a time this week I felt forsaken. I felt like, God, you brought me this far. You brought me this far just to leave me, Lord. Family, I was crying tears in my bed because I'm like, Lord, why would you bring me this far, God, to leave me? Don't you see my enemies surrounding me, Lord? Don't you hear them mocking me? Don't you hear them persecuting me, Lord? Why won't you make them stop? Family, this is real life. This is real This is real stuff. You feel me? But let me tell you what God did for me. He gave me his grace. There was no way I could have made it out that battle without the grace of God. There was no way I could have made it to be where I'm at right now if it wasn't for the grace of God. I had to thank the Lord because I said, Lord, I thank you for never giving up on me. Because the reason why I can never give up on you is because you won't never give up on me. That's the only reason I can keep on going, Lord, is because you see something in me. And I say this to strengthen you. There's no way you can make it as far as you have made it if God wasn't beside you. It would be impossible because you don't, it's not on your own strength. The Holy Spirit brings you power. All I felt was weaknesses. And can you testify to that? Can you witness to that? All you feel is weakness. But the Lord says, I will give you grace. When I was um, getting ready to come record this, right? The Lord, he said to me, he said, tell some of my people to turn around because the blessing's right there. And can I tell you how he brought it to me, right? So I'm in my, I'm in my closet. I'm tearing my closet up, right? I got mad clothes in my closet. I got clothes that I need to give away. I got clothes in a basket that I'm like, these, these are the clothes that I, I listen, it's just a lot of clothes, y'all. I'm going to just put it that way. I got a lot of clothes. And I'm looking for these shorts, right? I'm like, I need these shorts. I want these shorts, right? I need these shorts. And I'm just looking and looking. I'm like, you know what? I ain't about to go to the end of this basket. I ain't fitting to go to the end of this basket. So I started putting everything back. And I'm like, I'm about to just wear these tights and this shirt. And I'm about to keep it pushing. Family, do you know once I put that basket back in the closet, I look down and the shorts is on the floor. All I did was I put the basket down, turned around, and the shorts was right there on the floor that I was looking for. And, he, and the Lord said, go tell my people that I needed them turn around. I need them to turn around because it's right there. What you looking for is right there. What you have been searching for is right there. And in that moment, when you fix yourself on, on the Lord, when you fix yourself on him, you will see it's been right there. Everything I looked for, all of all of my strength, all of all of my provisions, all of everything I needed was right there. It's right there, family. Lord, if there's anything else you want me to say to your children, Father, I am your vessel, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I hear the Lord saying, he says, I love you. 
I tell my children I love them and I will never leave them. I didn't plan for you to have these troubles. I didn't plan for your life to be this hard, but I promise you, I will bring you beauty from these ashes. I promise you, I will give you a double share of honor. I promise you that. And family, I know it's the truth. The Lord's word is bond. I'm telling you, I know it's the truth because he does it for me. And it's just little old me. I ain't nobody important, but I'm I'm somebody very important to the Lord. You get what I'm saying? To myself and to, you know, just being a, a, a regular person in this world, I'm a nobody. But to God, I'm a somebody. And I say this because I want you to take that for yourself. You are a somebody to the Lord. You are somebody. He he does not he's not gonna leave you high and dry. He is not gonna do that. He will not do that. Trust him. Listen, sometimes like I told you earlier, you just gonna have his word. And it's so hard because we in this world where people's word don't mean nothing. But let me tell you something. God's not like people. God won't tell you a promise that's meant to be broken. God's promises are true. God's promises are spirit and truth. God's promises is a life. God doesn't have to lie and he don't have to repent. He says, what I not Will my word not go out and produce the fruit that I told it to go produce? When I said my word, will it not go do what I told it to do? Will it come back to me void? Will my word come back to me empty? If God's word came back to him empty, this whole world is just doomed. (laughs) For real. We take for granted the fact that right now we are spinning. Earth is spinning, right? And I think it's like one mil or something. You know, if, if, if anything comes out of alignment, everything's going to crash together. But God's word keeps everything going. It's the word of God that keeps trees standing. You ever see in a storm, like in a tornado, how certain trees will get knocked down, but then some look untouched, some houses get destroyed, and then some houses don't? It's because God's word is so. And if the Lord says don't do that, it's not going to happen. You got to take and trust God and his word. I'm about to take y'all to Isaiah. It's Isaiah 55. Um, I'm going to read it from the top. Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? He says, is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, the Lord will fulfill your thirst. That emptiness you feel, shall I say. Because you know, sometimes I got to speak plainly. That emptiness you feel, the Lord is saying, if you come here, if you invite me in, I'll, I'll, I'll make my home in that empty place you feel. 
in that place where you don't you, you've been trying to fill these voids the lord said the only thing big enough to fill that void is me says the lord he says it's me i am the only being that can fill that void that you are missing you have tried so many different um um circumstances you tried different outcomes and none of it seemed to fulfill the thirst because you are thirsty after me you want my living water you could try to drink your Aquafina. You can have Fiji. You can have Deer Park. You can have whatever you want. But Jesus is the true living water. You will always be thirsty. Right? It says, um, it says, why, why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why are you so consumed in these affairs, in these situations that are going to do nothing for you? Why, why do you go run to the alcohol? Why do you go run to these drugs? Why do you do that when it's me? I will give you strength. You can't find this in no other person but me, says the Lord. I am your strength. It says, listen to me and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. Come to me with your ears wide open. The Lord is saying, come to him with your ears wide open. I will make an ever. He said, listen, and you will find life. Listen, and you will find life. You got to get to that place where it's just you and the Lord. You are worried about how are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? How are you going to do this? But I need you to know, be still and know that he is God. Ooh, be still. You got to be still in front of the Lord. It's so many ideas running off in your head. But I hear the Lord saying, you got to be still. All of these things will come to pass, but you first got to be still and know that I am God. I am your strength. Once you understand that, then you shall see the fruits of your labor. It says, I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. See how I used him to display my power among the peoples? I made him a leader among the nations. You will, all, you will command nations. You also will command nations you do not know. And people unknown to you will come running to obey because I, the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel has made you glorious. <laughs> do you hear it? Listen, God, if he said a thing, he going to do it. And I don't have the prescription for you at how he gets it done. I don't got the equation. I don't got the algorithm of how he going to get it done. I just know that my God will. That's it. That's all I know. I just got my faith in knowing that my God will. Seek the Lord while you can find him. Call on him now while he is near. Let the wicked change their ways and banish the very thought of doing wrong. Let them turn to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. Yes, turn to our God for he will forgive you generously. 
It's about relationship, right? Just don't focus on, oh, Jesus died so my sins could be forgiven. Yes, that, that is very so. But he died so you can have his life. He died so you can have his life. His life. He took the, the consequences of your sins and he bore them. He carried your weaknesses. He carried your sorrows. He took the wages of your sin. He took death for you. When you love a person, you don't want to continuously keep on hurting him. You get what I'm saying? Yes, I understand we're going to fall short. Yes, I understand we're going to fall short to the glory of God. I know that. But it's it's evolving. It's, I really don't want to do these things no more, Lord. Don't just say forgive me because you know God is a forgiving God. Say forgive me and really mean it. Say, Lord, I want to strive to be more like you daily. Teach me your ways. Don't just say I want to be more like you, but say teach me your ways. Teach me your thoughts. Teach me how to pray like you pray. Teach me how to speak like you speak. Teach me how to handle my situations. Teach me how to handle handle my anger the way you do, Lord. I want to be just like you. You want to know something the Lord told me a while ago? He said, you were made to be a follower. Now listen, hear me out. Hear me out. Because you know, people be, um, you know how everything is like following. It's about following now. And the Lord said, you were made to be a follower, but a follower of Christ. You ever hear that saying, if you don't stand for nothing, you're going to fall for something? If you don't stand for Jesus, you're going to fall for the world. You can't be looking like, well, everybody else cuts smoke and drink, so I'm going to cut smoke and drink. God forgive me. He good. He got grace. Yeah, but do you understand how much he loves you? That he died so you don't have to do those things? Did you know that? Um, it says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. You can't try to figure out God. But you just got to trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understandings. In every situation, acknowledge God. And he will direct you on the right path. He will show you the right way to take. Because the way to life is narrow. It's a narrow way to life. It's narrow. Listen to what he says. He says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Can I I bring something else to you? He says, the fact that my people, this is what the Lord says. He says, the fact that my people know that I'm rich in mercy and unfailing love and forgiveness. That it's calling my people to, um, Lord, how do you want me to word this, Father? How did you say it? It's, it's causing my people to stay in bondages that's unnecessary. 
is stunt in their spiritual growth because they know these things about me, but they truly don't know me. They don't understand that I have come to wash your sins away so your sins can be no more. Yes, he is a merciful God. Yes, he has unfailing love. Yes, he is gracious. But really get to know him. Get to know him. You know what book really opened my eyes? Proverbs. Proverbs will show you just how wicked you are. I mean, the whole Bible's a word. But Proverbs be doing it for me. Because <laughs> Proverbs, that's a book about wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. And I suggest everybody start with that book. Like, for real. Because it'll really open your eyes. Okay. He said, the rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. Oh, mm -mm -mm. I send it out and it always produces fruit. He says he sends his word out and it always produces fruit. That's why even when people use the biblical principles, that's not like believers, but they still use the principles of the Bible. It, it, It has to produce fruit because God's word is so. He is a man of his word. You get what I'm saying? He says, it would accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. You will live in joy and peace, and the mountains and hills will burst into song, and the trees of the field will clap their hands. Where once there were thorns, cypress trees will grow. Where nettles grew, myrtles will sprout up. These events will bring a great honor to the Lord's name. They will be an everlasting sign of his power and love. Do you, he is saying, listen, this is the season where God, listen, that's, this, this is the part. Remember I said, take this back to the Lord. Ask him, is this just, is this my season for your grace? For you to see the true grace of God. You, you ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. You about to see some things that you haven't even imagined. Cause why? That's what the Lord said in his word. It's things you can't even imagine that you are getting ready to see. I just pray in the name of Jesus that you just come to the Lord with a with a with an open heart and receive his plans he has for you. His thoughts of you. Do you get what I'm saying? Go to the Lord and let that be your desire. Any other any other desire, put that on the back burner for a second and just desire a relationship with God. A true intimate relationship with God. True intimate relationship. Really like really be like Abba. Like when you go to him, you be like Abba. Abba. <laughs> Abba. What, what, what are we gonna talk about today? Let him show you that he is Abba Father, okay? Just rest in his arms. Rest in his love. And he will do the rest. He 
says that his that the that the snow and rains come from the heavens to water the earth to give crops to the farmer and bread to the hungry <laughs> God is so good he got it all figured out we be worried about what to eat he says I provided for you I've given you I've, I've set my rain out I've sent the snow out to provide for you I got it all worked out says the Lord just rest in me abide in me abide in God mm. can I read y'all one more thing <laughs> one more thing um, just go to John 15 he says I am the true grapevine and my father is the gardener He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, and you are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I in them, will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So I need need you to picture this, a vine. I need you to picture the branches that's coming from the vine. The vine is the source. That's where the nutrients are. That's what's keeping it fruitful. Jesus says, he is the vine and you are the branches. If you get cut from the tree, there's nothing you can do. You, how are you going to produce fruit? How can you grow? How can you get your nutrients? But he's saying, remain in me. Have, have my words remain in you. Listen. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my father. I have loved you even as the father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love. Just as I obey my father's commandments and I remain in his love. I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confine in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the father told me. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go out and produce lasting fruit so that the father will give you whatever you ask for. 
using my name. This is my command. Love each other. God is so good. Jesus is so good. I'm going to read this. I'm going to read read the um, next part. If the world hates you, remember it hated me first. The world will love you as one of its own if you belong to it. But you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world. So it hates you. The Lord said that verse right there, it just hit somebody's heart. He told me to read it again. He says, I chose you to come out of the world so it hates you. All the bad that you have been through in your life, all the rejection, all the hurt, all the betrayal, it's because Jesus chose you to come out of the world. He says, do you remember what I told you? A slave is not greater than a master. Since they persecuted me, naturally, they will persecute you. And if they had listened to me, they will listen to you. They will do all of this to you because of me. For they have rejected the one who sent me. They would not be guilty if I had not come and spoken to them. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Anyone who hates me also hates my father. If I hadn't done such miraculous signs among them that no one else could do, they would not be guilty. But as it is, they have seen everything I did, yet they still hate me and my father. This fulfills what is written in their scriptures. They hated me without cause. But I will send you the advocate, the spirit of truth. He will come to you from the father and will testify all about me. And you must also testify about me because you have been with me from the beginning of my ministry. And I heard the Lord. He said, release the power. Release it. He told me to release it. And I'm, I'm telling you, family, receive the power of the Holy Spirit. He will come to you. And he will lead you into all truth. All truth. He will lead you through the truth of your pain. He will lead you through the truth of your hurts. He will lead the truth to where you are confused at. The Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. Receive him in the name of Jesus. So, I'm going to close out, family. And I just want y'all to remember that I love you, but most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.